Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam, the bomb. It is April 23rd, 2021. And earlier today, I got my first first dose of the COVID vaccine. Uh, yeah, I feel fine. I, the, I've heard it's the second dose where people have felt, like, really crappy. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. Um, we had all three available in my area. Well, obviously, with the exception of the Johnson & Johnson one. Um, and I went to a store that had a pharmacy and got the Moderna one. So, I've heard that the Moderna one's second dose is the one that's a doozy. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I... It was really quick, and... I have very, very, very slight soreness in the area. No, it's not red. It doesn't hurt. It's not uncomfortable or nothing. Um, I'm not feeling anything. I guess some people have felt stuff with the first the first one. I'm not feeling it at all. I got it done in my dominant arm, so maybe that's another reason why. Like, you know, that's it's arm that is used to doing a lot and feeling a lot anyway, so that's probably why. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I'm not feeling anything at all, so I'm sure it's fine. But now I have to wait a month before the second dose because apparently the Moderna one is the one that's you wait four weeks. So anyway, that's exciting. I'm excited about that. I hope that I can return to some sense of normalcy. You know, obviously what I've been doing during this pandemic, I've just been staying home and working on stuff. You know, I haven't gone back to work and whatever. So I'm even applying at new jobs and shit and it's crazy. Remote jobs, too. They're all remote, which is kind of cool. I've been, there's so many remote jobs available now. But yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I I don't know. I'm excited to, to be able to, like, hang out with friends. And not that I have, like, I mean, I have hung out with friends here and there. Um, but it's been the same three or four people. And those same three or four people don't do anything also. Like, they don't go out. You know, they get their groceries delivered, that kind of thing. So that's why I haven't been worried about being around them too much. And obviously my family. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Let me know how you guys have handled this whole thing. You know, I'm I'm excited to like, so what I'm trying to say is I'm excited to hang out with like people knowing that like, oh, okay, they're vaccinated and I'm vaccinated and I don't have to worry about, um, you know, uh, getting sick or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's kind of nice. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully some some people make the right decision and we, you know, get vaccinated and stuff. I can feel the five G upgrades happening already. It's great. Thanks, Bill Gates. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I have a lot of non-anime news, but I don't have a lot of anime news. So we're just going to do it all in one go, and I'll take my little you know ad break right here or whatever. But, yeah, it's weird. Like, there was not a lot of anime news. I think it's because, also mainly because, um, you know, spring season just started. We're in spring now. It's it's not a big, you know, a lot of people are focused on the new, on the new stuff. I do have some, like, summer 
hype, but not too much. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's it's not it's not too much stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just thought we'd just do it all in one go and no big deal. So yeah, let's let's start. Uh, let's start with a little break right here, and uh, we'll be right back. Boom, check that out for me, okay? And always links.animesummit.net. You can find all the links right there, where to follow, where to listen, and all of that good stuff. Uh, Discord link is there, too, so join the Discord. Hang out with us, because that's literally, like, the only social media I use. Like, I'm not on Instagram or Twitter. I'm on Facebook, but that's reserved for close friends and family, so I don't give that info out. Um, it's very private. So, you know, like, I, you know, I, I'm on Discord, though. Like, I'm on Discord every day just hanging out with you guys and just, like, networking. And I'm on other – I'm in other Discords for, like, my art and stuff. So um, that's really important to me. But, yeah, if you want to interact with us, Discord. And plus we have Manga Book Club on there. You know, we share art and music. And I think we're going to start doing watch parties soon. So that's super fun. Also, patreon.com slash anime summit. Become a patron today. Give a Smokey his wings. And he will go to your house and watch anime with you. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. He hasn't really been on the ball lately. So I'll have to, I'll have to tell him to get going on that. Get cracking on it. Um, but no, seriously, if you're a patron, I really appreciate it. You know, you've, you've helped me buy so much new equipment for me to use. And I got some new equipment for Nick. Danny got some new stuff, too. Um, we just got her a backdrop because we're working on streaming stuff and she's been trying to get her stream set up going to, you know, for us to stream things for you guys and all that stuff. So yeah, everything helps. Everything helps. Um, anyway, I want to start off this newest cast by dedicating it to two people, manga creator Fumio Hisamatsu. He passed away, um, they were 77 years old. Um, he designed characters and served as a key animator for Shonen Jikaze no Fujimaru, uh, Boken Gaba Tenjima, Mirai Kata Shonen, Super Jetter. Um, they, he worked with, uh, um, I think he worked with Osama Tezuka. He was an assistant to Osama Tezuka. And yeah. Then also, I want to dedicate it to um, Osamu Kobayashi. Passed, passed away last week. Um, he was 57. He worked on... He directed Beck, Paradise Kiss, uh, Table and Fishman, End of the World, Digital Juice. He episode directed Naruto Shippuden episodes, Panty and Stocking, Gurren Lagan, Dororo, um, bunch of stuff. So he storyboarded a bunch of stuff, too. He was, he was amazing at what he did, and he left his mark in the anime industry pretty early on in his career, I think. So... Dedicated to those two. So yeah, let's get started with the non-anime news, shall we? And then I'll we'll do it up when we get to the anime news. I'll let you know when we get there. Um, dude, the freaking Dice Game of the Year award. Here's the full list of winners. I'll start from the least category going up. Excuse me. Outstanding Achievement in Animation, The Last of Us Part 2. Pretty good. Outstanding Achievement in Art Direction, Ghost of Tsushima. Outstanding Achievement in Character, Miles Morales, from Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Outstanding Achievement in Music Composition, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, 
in audio design, Ghost of Tsushima. In story, Last of Us Part Two. Outstanding technical achievement, Dreams. Action game of the year, Hades. Adventure game of the year, Ghost of Tsushima. Family game of the year, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Fighting of game of the year, Mortal Kombat 11. Racing game of the year, Mario Kart Live, which is that's pretty cool. Um, I still I still haven't tried that. Is that can we is that out yet? Can we do that? I want to I want to play Mario Kart Live, yo. Um, role playing game of the year was FF7 Remake. Sports game of the year was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Strategy sim game of the year, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Online game of the year was Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Immersive reality technical achievement, Half Life Alex. Immersive reality game of the year, Half Life Alex. Outstanding achievement for an independent game, Hades. Mobile game of the year, Legends of Runeterra. Outstanding achievement in game design, Hades. In game direction, Hades. And game of the year was Hades. Booyah! Can't even blame him for that. Honestly, Hades is so good. And <clears throat> for how repetitive it is, after you know you get through most of the stuff, it still retains so much replay value. Like I even just talking about it right now, I want to fire it up right now and play it. It's so good. It's just. Oh, God. I almost want to, like... And I want to get it for Steam also. And you can, like, transfer your file from your Switch to Steam or PC, which I uh, would do, you know, obviously. I I love it. It's so cool. It's, Hades is so good. If you have not played it, I highly suggest you play it. Interactive new Pokemon Snap website lets you tour the Lentel region and earn my Nintendo points. Uh, so, yeah, there's, like, a website where you can go to and you can you can look at the the lentel island uh before you don't know, get, get a tour of the island before the game comes out so that's really cool i myself would rather just be surprised and explore it on my own when the game comes out but that's gonna be sick um judgment launch trailer celebrates ps5 and xbox series x release new announcement tease for next month this is a spin-off in the incredible yakuza series it looks super cool it's also on google stadia so it does look super awesome. So hell yeah. Uh Ninja Gaiden Master Collection came out. If you've never played the new Ninja Gaiden games, so like um obviously like there's like the the three that are on Nintendo, right? But there was like this reboot that came out or yeah, it was like a it was like a reboot, remaster kind of remake thing. Um with whole new story and it was a 3D action um adventure game and it came out 2000 when did it come out it came out on the 360 was it xbox or 360 i think it was xbox actually the first xbox and then they came out with a ps3 remake of it called ninja gaiden sigma and then it came out with a two and three and then um a sigma two and three and apparently there was things about Ninja Gaiden 3 that a lot of people hated. So, like, this collection actually ha- is an improved version of it where they take out all the disliked features and stuff like that. So, that's really cool. If you've never played these Ninja Gaiden games, they're really good. Um, they're really hard also. Like, they get really hard. Like, you know, 
as you progress, obviously it gets harder and harder, but it gets like harder than you would think, right? Because like you pass like the first couple of big missions with not relative ease, but you know, decent enough ease, and then it starts like the 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 height, the hard, the difficulty scale is just like boom. It's like zero to sixty, and it's like what the f- holy shit. But like what I loved about it too. This is turning into a small review. What I loved about it also was, like, the the amount of weapons, dude. There were so many, so many weapons that you could use. Like, there was, like, so, like, you start with your, your main sword, which you have to get, like, right at the beginning of the game. You have to, like, go and get it. And then... Later on, like, two missions in, you get, like, these dual-wielding katanas called, like, the the ninjatos, I think, called, like, the twin dragons or something. There's a part where you get, like, the three-section staff, but, like, there's blades at the end of it. There's this really huge, like, fucking Final Fantasy VII buster sword shit that you can use. Super dope. Like, the amount of weapons in it was just sick. I think there's even, like, just, like, a pair of straight-up nunchucks. And you can just, like, they're good for, like, the missions that are really crowded with a shit ton of enemies. And you can just nunchuck your way, spinning them around and shit through people, mowing people down. Super dope. Anyway, I went on a long rant about Ninja Gaiden, but they're super good. I love them. Uh, Diablo Immortal adds a faction-based PvP system, the Crusader, and the Heliquary. Diablo Immortal is kicking off a new closed alpha session for players to dive into and test with some major new features and mechanics on top of content tuning and new character class and new areas. Um, first, there's the Heliquary, where you used to track down elite demon enemies, then you trap them and have have to fight them. The Heliquary is basically a way to fight huge bosses for huge rewards. It's like a boss run, essentially, except you got to go find them. Then there's a faction-based PvP experience where... You join a faction and you fucking fight bitches, dude. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for Diablo Immortal. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. Obviously, like you know, it's a mobile thing, so people are like, uh, but you know, it could be cool. Um, Capcom announces the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Um. Where and this is also like one of the first Ace Attorney games where we're getting it at the same time as Japan, you know. Whereas the others we got afterwards, I believe. Um, but this has to do with um, Phoenix Wright's um, great great ancestors. So it goes all the way back to like the 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 turn of the 20th century in the Meiji period in Japan and the Victoria era in Britain, and you play Phoenix Wright's. Um, Great great ancestor who's also a lawyer and is badass. So yeah, super cool. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake reportedly in the works from Asper. Uh when talking about the nature of breaking news and revealing games in development, Jason Schreier sheds more light on the remake of the Knights of the Old Republic currently in development. That is pretty sweet. That is exciting. I'm excited for that, because that was a sick game. Uh, Discord reportedly ends acquisition talks with Microsoft and is going to remain independent. That's good because you know I we were I was kind of worried about that. I think we talked about that on the last newscast. I was like, what? They're going to buy Discord and it's going to become 
I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, I think this is better, though. I think this is better. I'm not sure why. It doesn't say. Originally, Microsoft was going to purchase it for $10 billion or something like that. Um, um, they said that that doesn't mean acquisition discussions for acquisition won't won't resume because they might. But for now, they have end, ended talks of it with Microsoft. So, yeah. Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan is leaving Blizzard, and Overwatch 2 is still in development. Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan has confirmed that he is leaving Blizzard after 20 years with the company. Kaplan has been the epicenter of the Overwatch community since the beginning, providing inspiration for gamers with his journey from gamer to game dev and facilitating a microcosm of fans that are unafraid to geek out and be part of the Blizzard family. The news of Kaplan's departure is shocking, and it was revealed when the company took to the Blizzard blog to detail the change in leadership for Overwatch going forward. Though he is leaving the Overwatch community as the game director, Blizzard promises fans that Overwatch 2 is continuing in its development under the helm of Aaron Keller. Keller is the founding member of the Overwatch team, and he will be taking over Kaplan's role going forward. Um, Speaking of Overwatch 2, development is continuing at a good pace, said Keller in an open letter to fans. We have an exceptional vision we're executing on. The reaction from many of you to the updates we shared at BlizzCon Online uh, thrilled us, and we have exciting reveals planned for this year and beyond as we ramp to launch as we ramp to launch we'll be sharing more frequent updates about overwatch 2 in progress and new features in a live game with you all very soon kaplan himself weighed in with his own personal saying it was truly the honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience i want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at blizzard who supported our games our game teams and our players but i want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game developers that shared in the journey of creation with me. Um, the shakeup is a big one and comes on the heels of a rocky several years for the company under Activision's helm. From censorship regarding the Hong Kong protests to an area of issues regarding transparency, that was once a major focus for the company. The feeling of Blizzard and what it stands for has changed dramatically through the years. The major shift was felt when Activision abruptly laid off more than 800 employees despite a profitable year back in 2019. The studio's reputation took another hit when Activision turned around and immediately sought to hire double that number directly after the fact. Uh, Blizzard has always been revered as one of the closest communities in gaming with major leadership shifts in recent years, and Activision's financial push regarding several pivotal directional changes regarding the studio's philosophy. It's hard not to take the departure of Kaplan as a massive loss to what makes Blizzard so special. So I mistakenly was like, so someone shared this this news in Discord, and I mistakenly was like, yeah, fuck Jeff Kaplan, right? Um, yeah, no, I confused that with somebody else who was making lame Overwatch decisions when it came to, like, nerfs and buffs and uh, competitiveness and stuff like that. Uh, that was my bad. I was completely wrong on that. I don't know who else I was confusing it with. I might have just straight up just been confusing it for decisions made by Activision, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that is uh, pretty scary, and uh, I should probably educate myself more on Jeff Kaplan. But, yeah, I I, I haven't really played Overwatch in a while. Um, I really hate the the online community. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a, you know, there's obviously a shit ton of players, you know, who are obviously really cool and really nice, and there's pockets of little communities of Overwatch players who I appreciate, um, but most of them, a, a lot of the time, I seem to run into people who 
treat me very horribly for not playing well. Um, and all I can say to that is, you know, I don't play it to to be good. Like, obviously, I want to be good and I want to win. And I always do my best to try and win. Um, sometimes I have off days where I lose every match uh, I'm in. And, you know, that's neither here or there. You know, it could be someone's fault. It could be my fault. It could be all of our faults on the team. Um, but I know for a fact that when you are, you know, uh, treating your own teammates like shit, they're not going to want to perform good for you. And I'm one of those people. If you treat me like crap when I'm trying my best, like I'm obviously going to throw the match. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like a tantrum, childish, petty thing. But honestly, like, I don't have to fucking apologize for that. Like, if you're going to treat me like crap, I'm going to, I'm not going to help you. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's like somebody asking for my help. And then I, I try to help them. And then because I don't do it in the way they want, they call me names or, you know, call me a fag or, you know, tell me to go kill myself or whatever. Why the fuck would I want to, <laughs> why the fuck would I want to help you then? Like, you asked for my help. And I'm trying to help you. You know what I mean? And obviously, like, the bigger person would just continue helping. That's, you know, and, I, and maybe I need, that's something I need to work on. But honestly, like, honestly, like, I got to look out for my feelings, too. And I'm not going to let my feelings get trampled over because, you know, you asked for help and then decided to be a dick when you didn't get help the way you wanted. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I know that's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of a weird, you know, whatever. So... If anyone wants to play Overwatch, you know, I'll play with you. You know, like, if somebody, like, it, you know, anyone on our Discord, the people I play with on Discord, on, on my Discord, are very nice, obviously. I love you guys, playing with you guys, but, yeah, I don't know. Kind of over it. So, and Activision doesn't give a fuck about that stuff. You know, Blizzard did, um, you know, but Activision doesn't. Nintendo reveals Luigi's starter course for LEGO Super Mario Adventures. Uh, yeah, dude, if you've never played, like, with these Super Mario Lego things, you know, it's AR activated, too, you know, so it's really sick. Um, but, yeah, I fucking, I'm glad they came out with the Luigi one, because, yeah, it's very cool. Sony reverses PlayStation Store update will continue to sell PS Vita and PS3 games. Super dope, because I still need a PS Vita, and I, <laughs> I need one really bad for my collection. I don't have one. I have, like, I have, like, six PSPs. Now, shout out to Kai Clear and Sweet for sending me one. Um, if anyone's got a PS Vita they don't want anymore, let me know. I will buy it. <laughs> I will buy it from you, or you know, if it's broken, I will take it off your hands. Or if you just would love to just let me have it, I will totally take. <laughs> I'll totally take, or I'll you know, I'll paint you. Uh, I'll oh, you can commission me for a painting, and I'll 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 send you a painting. Of something, whatever you want, fucking oh, whatever, whatever you want. Just I want a PS Vita, so hook, hook me up. Love it, but I'm glad they reversed that decision. So obviously there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of hubbub when that happened. Uh, Shang Chi's Ten Rings may be the MCU's second most powerful weapon. We finally got a teaser for this movie, and fuck, it looks super fucking cool. I'm excited for this movie. I love Shang Chi. Um, I had never heard of Shang-Chi until I, like, started playing Heroclix. Um, so, obviously, I, I, I never heard of him until way later. But he's a really cool hero. He's he's legit just, like, the master, the master of kung fu and martial arts. And that's just a cool superhero, you know what I mean? Uh, the Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, 
this is apparently is inspired by a, a real the, the case files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were decades long paranormal investigators and left a legacy of haunting stories. Um, I, the Conjuring movies I've never seen. I've heard the first one is really good. I've heard the second one is whatever. And then there's like a spinoff with like the Annabelle or something, right? The little doll, the fucking doll or whatever the fuck it is. Um, but watching the trailer for this one, I was like, okay, this looks really cool. You know, they're they're kind of ditching the haunted house thing. And Lorraine Warren is able to, like, see things that, like, nobody else can see because she's a fucking, you know, paranormal medium and that's super dope. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought I'd bring that up because it looks super cool. Apple faces lawsuit over whether you can actually buy a digital movie. Apple failed to dismiss a class action lawsuit against the company, alleging false advertising over whether people can actually buy digital movies. Um, A district court dealt Apple a major legal blow by ruling against the company's attempt to dismiss a class action lawsuit against Apple for false advertising and unfair competition for advertising the ability to buy digital movies. The issue, of course, is that Apple does not actually allow to purchase digital movies, but rather grants you a reversible license to access the digital files and has removed said access to files numerous times over the years. Um, Apple's argument in its action to dismiss the lawsuit which has David Andino as the lead plaintiff, is that no reasonable consumer actually believes that buy in this context means that they would get a permanent ownership of the product. U.S. District Court Judge John Mendez disagreed, noting, Apple contends that no reasonable consumer would believe that purchased content would remain on the iTunes platform indefinitely, but in common usage, the term buy means to acquire possession over something. It seems plausible, at least at the motion-to-dismiss stage, uh, that reasonable consumers would expect their access couldn't be revoked. I mean, that's what I imagine, right? It's it's like the same thing as Steam or or when you buy um, <clears throat> when you buy the digital version of a game on your PSP or PS Vita or PS3, PS4, right? Or Xbox 360. Right? Because, like, I can hook up my Xbox 360, right? I can I can put my hard drive into the 360. And my DLC for Street Fighter 4 and my copy of Scott Pilgrim will be on that hard drive. Like, it's not, like, I, down, I bought it and downloaded it. You know what I mean? Like, so this is actually kind of similar. This actually kind of reminds me of the thing that Steam did like five, six years ago. And this is not a bad thing. They just had to update their like – they had to update their – it was this big update to their terms and agreements or whatever um, where they basically had to write in – and it's not because they were hiding it, I don't think. I think it's just because they legit didn't think about putting it in there. But it was basically a clause that said – yeah, when you buy games, they're in your Steam library, and you can install and uninstall them whenever you want. That's how Steam works. But if the company were to go under for a certain reason and stop being a thing for whatever reason, whether it's the company that goes under or somebody buys us or what have you, then we cannot guarantee that you would still own that game or whatever. Something like that. Like, if it ever went out of business and then they had to end services, right? Um, they cannot guarantee that. Because obviously, you know, who knows what the, the devs of the games would say, you know? So, 
That makes sense, obviously, right? But for a company like Apple, where I'm pretty sure Apple's going to be around for a very long time, at least, you know, I think for the foreseeable future. I mean, Apple has been around since before I was born, and I'm fucking 30 now, you know, so I don't know. Um, But, and with the way things, that Apple handles things and the way things that they're doing, you know. I don't know. That's really interesting. I, I but I would I would assume cuz even when you go on iTunes right now, there's a buy option and a rent option. You know what I mean? Like that's I assume that it means you buy it. Right? Same with Amazon. It kind of makes me question Amazon now. Like I wonder if Amazon is is on that same shit, but honestly like the way it should be is like if I if I go to here, let's see. I just so happen to have Amazon open because I'm ordering some mango. Um, Amazon Video. Prime Video. Rent or buy. I just rented... Um, I just rented uh, Crazy Rich Asians the other day. I thought it was a great movie. Um... So here's a movie here's a movie that's for free. That's free with ads. Oh, okay, so here's that movie um with uh I think it's Bob Odenkirk, the guy who plays Saul in Better Call Saul. Nobody. Rent for twenty bucks. Buy for Oh, okay, look, in theater rental, SpongeBob the movie. Uh Great Gatsby. Dragon Ball Broly, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Rent or buy two ninety nine or buy for fourteen ninety nine. Your na- here's your name. Rent for two ninety nine. Buy for fourteen ninety nine. I assume that when you say fucking buy, that means it's in my Amazon account, right? So like it's in my Amazon account. That means I can log into my Amazon and watch it whenever I want. Th- is that not what that means? Like that's so stupid that I have to ask that question. It literally the word buy. Like, if I look up what the word buy means, buy definition. We're having fun on today's newscast, okay? So shut up. Obtain in exchange for payment. Obtain. What does obtain mean? To come into possession of, get, acquire, or procure, as through an effort or by a request, to obtain permission, to obtain a better income, to obtain this object. So, I mean, that's what buy means. You know what I mean? Like, that's... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's so dumb. That's fucking dumb. Apple is stupid. Fuck you, Apple. Whew, moving on. We, we were on that one for a while. Marvel has decided which Netflix stars will join... The MCU. Two years after Marvel Television shuttered its lineup of shows on Netflix, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and The Punisher, the company is rumored to be bringing back some of those characters for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A post on the the Haztag show speculated that actors John Bernthal, Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Kristen Ritter would reprise their roles as The Punisher, Daredevil, Kingpin, and Jessica Jones, respectively, in an upcoming Disney Plus, in upcoming Plus Disney Plus TV shows or MCU films during Phase Four and Phase Five, 
Yeah, I mean, so, like, a lot of people were wondering, like, I think a lot of people got confused on, on that. A lot of people, when that when those, those Netflix Marvel shows were happening, I think a lot of people assumed that they were already part of the MCU. No, there was a big hubbub and a big fight about these characters, and the rights holders, you know, Marvel was like, okay, you know what? You guys go over here, do your thing. You guys go do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter over here. I don't want to fucking hear it. Go in your corners, do your shows, get out of here, okay? Fuck. We just don't want to no part of this. You guys are crazy. And so that's what happened. And, um... And I think it was it was kind of like... It was this this big deal, kind of, because, like, people were pissed. Like, okay, well, great. Now we're not going to see the Defenders in the MCU, that would have been awesome to have in Endgame, you know? It would have been awesome to see, like, Luke Cage and the Defenders in Endgame, you know? Um, and Iron Fist and all that, even though I thought Iron Fist was kind of bad. But no, they're literally, they were literally their own things. They were their own kind of... They were their own... They called it the Netflix Marvel Universe. So, yeah, now we're... Now I guess they're finally in talks of what to do with these franchises. And I think, uh, yeah... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where Danny Rand is after Shang-Chi, I'm, I'm sure, because Shang-Chi is, you know, a martial arts hero, and so is Danny Rand. You know, he's Iron Fist. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll have something about it at the end of Shang-Chi. You never know. Um, the Oscars. This year's nominated international films and where to stream them. Um, another round, Mads Mikkelsen. Is favorited to win. Uh, it's about some middle-aged friends and chilling. Um, it doesn't. None of these say where where to stream them. Stupid. Okay. Anyway, uh, Better Days. It's a Chinese film. Uh, Collective. The man who holds his who sold his skin. Um. One might assume that the title of this film is metaphorical. But it's inspired by a true story which a man volunteered himself, or at least his back, as a canvas for a provocative artist's work called Tim. Tim now spends his time posing in museums. This fictional version adds a humanitarian crisis that were already pretty heady questions about the commodification of human beings. Que va de saída? Oh, these are all on Hulu. Okay, so Hulu, The Man Who Sold His Skin is on Amazon Prime. Collective is on Hulu. Uh, Better Days is on Apple TV, Prime Video, Vudu, and YouTube. Most of these are just in YouTube, I think. But, uh, yeah. International films don't get enough uh, talk, so I thought I would bring that up for those of you who are interested. So we talked about how Sylvester Stallone was doing a director's cut of Rocky IV. He's now changed the name of the film to just Rocky vs. Drago. Uh, I'm excited to watch that. It's going to be really sweet. So, um, Sylvester Stallone is always on Instagram. He's always, 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 always on Instagram. And apparently there is also a full-length behind-the-scenes documentary of the project itself. So that's really cool. So I'm assuming, like, you can watch that when you possibly purchase or rent the film. Um... Mortal Kombat writer is apparently working on Netflix's Death Note 2, um, and it's going to be more faithful to the original. 
Um, you can hear a review of this on our podcast. We did it a couple of years ago. Um, it's when Danny guested on the podcast before she became a host. I, the film was bad. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of people kind of took the, the whole whitewashing thing to an extreme, I think. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Like, so I, I think the, the problem that I initially had in the beginning was like, you know, it's a reimagining an American or in, in an American setting. It's not like it's a white actor playing a Japanese character in Japan. It's a reimagined version of it in America. And then now I'm kind of looking back at my statement and realizing why that in itself could also be considered whitewashing. Like, because it's like, okay, well, why is the default? Why does the default in America have to be a white guy or whatever? You know, some white kids. Um, Which is like, I don't know. I think that's a me problem that I just have to kind of like work around my head. And maybe just get other opinions. But I think I'm just trying to... I'm literally just trying to, like, explain, like, my statement from back then. Um, and I think... I think you have to kind of look at the whole situation, though. Because there another reason why Netflix might have wanted to do it that way was because there was already a Japanese live-action adaptation. There was three Death Note films, live-action Death Note films, that were made in Japan. And... Um, the third one was like about L which is like a prequel but like and I think they just were kind of like well Japan already did a Japanese version they did their faithful version of it so why don't we do like a reimagined version where we can make our own thing or something you know maybe that's why they did it I don't know but you know I, I in, in terms of the second one that they're doing how about you know just don't do it <laughs> you know what I mean it's just I don't know. It seems dumb. Um, so apparently there are set photos of Sonic the Hedgehog movie two, the second movie. And there are pictures of, um, of like, so they have what they use on the set. They use like these prop model. They use these prop models of the, of the of Sonic and Tails, you know, for the first movie they did the same thing to kind of give the actors an idea of where they would be sitting or standing or you know what I mean? And there's there's prop models of Tails and Sonic and Knuckles all kind of uh standing here, sitting here. And Knuckles looks really good. Um but the issue I do have with this model of Knuckles is that he doesn't have his he doesn't have his like signature white ring around his chest, which looks a little weird. Um, but the rest of him looks really good. I think he looks he looks he looks like Knuckles, you know. So and Sonic looks like Sonic and Tails looks like Tails. I'm excited either way. There's also a picture of uh, uh, James Marsden and uh, I forgot her name. I totally forgot her name. Something, something Sumter, something Simter. Um, the guy who plays the, the or the woman who plays his wife in the James Marsden's wife. I forgot she's she's fucking fine. I totally forgot her name though. 
but yeah, there's like there's a couple photos of them like running away from some explosions or something. I don't know. I'm excited for that. Rob Zombie's Monsters reboot may land as a Peacock original, which sucks because it's going to be on Peacock's like streaming thing. Dumb. Um, but apparently, it's part of Murphy's multiverse, where uh, there's going to be a Monsters film and. Uh, some other shit. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. People are just trying to do universes. That's the next big thing in fucking movies now. Apparently, there's a Darth Revan uh, movie or series in the works right now at Disney. That would be really cool. I love Darth Revan. Darth Revan is one of the most prominent and unique Sith Lords in the Star Wars universe. And... Um, fans have been clamoring for Revan to be brought back into the canon alongside of Knights of the Old Republic video game series. Um, apparently, they are uh, going to... Because apparently there was a, a Rise of Skywalker visual encyclopedia thing, and they were talking about Jedis and the history of Jedis and stuff. And there was... They were talking about the Mandalorian Wars, and there's a picture of Darth Malak and Darth Revan. And so people were kind of speculating, well, does that mean Disney is considering him canon now? You know, because since Disney purchased Star Wars, they, they have, you know, made their, their canon is like their own canon or whatever the fuck it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be really cool. I would love to see that. That'd be really sweet. Um... The The Falcon and Winter Soldier just had their last episode premiere, I believe. Um, and apparently that has paved way for Captain America 4. An actual Captain America 4 movie. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's six episodes. And yeah, the sixth episode premiered today. So... Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I I mean, we'll see. I I would love to see a Captain America four, and I would love to see Sam Wilson as. Um, but yeah, I guess Malcolm Spellman, the show's creator, is set to co-write the script for Captain America four alongside fellow uh, Falcon writer Delon Musan. So yeah. Um, that's all I have for non-anime news. So let's get into the anime news. Let me open this real quick. I'm telling you guys, there's not a lot of anime news here. Uh, Yen Press licenses five manga and four light novels for October. Um, the first one is Reign of the Seven Spellblades. So that looks really cool. The detective is already dead. I, an ordinary high school student, Kimihiko Kimizuka, I was embroiled completely flawlessly into a plane hijacking where I became the assistant to... The angelically beautiful detective girl I met in three years, the great detective and her assistant unfolded a dazzling adventure drama. Before long, we were separated by death. This takes place a year after that. Okay, so that's the summary of that. The detective is already dead. Is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon manga? So I'm a spider, so what manga? I kept pressing the 100 million button and came out on top, light novel. The Otherworlder, the Otherworlder exploring the dungeon, light novel. Orc Ero- Eroica light novel. Um, the Hero Who Laughs While Walking the Path of Vengeance a second time light novel. 
New York, New York, light novel. Or no, it's a manga. Um, I think it's a, a gay romance. Konosuba, a TRPG role-playing game. Uh, Never Open It, the Taboo Trilogy graphic novel. So yeah, there you go. Shout out to Yen Press. Um, Mamoru Hosoda's Bell film holds global casting call for singing extras. Uh, that's really cool. The official website for Mamoru Hosoda and his studio cheese's new film, Bell, um, anime film announced on Friday that the film staff are holding a global open casting call for singing extras for a particular scene in the film. The site also revealed, as the film's, uh, revealed Taisei Iwasaki as the film's music director and composer, the extras will take part in a pivotal scene in the film where people all over the world sing along with protagonist Bell. The site has a specific page where applicants may submit their vocal recordings of the melody. The, lyric, the lyrics are simply a la-la-la vocable and are also able to listen to sample low- and high-pitched vocal recordings to match their voice. This is the first opening casting call for singing extras in a work by Hosoda. The film will open in Japan in July. So that's really cool. I don't know. Maybe just uh, should go check that out real quick if you want to be in a movie, be in an anime. Uh, Big West to distribute Macross works made after 1987 globally and streams flashback 2012 OVA. The official Macross portal site confirmed on Thursday that Big West will handle the worldwide release of all works that are part of the Macross franchise made after 87. This includes the upcoming Geki show on Macross Delta, Zeta Live um, film, and future works. Big West is also in charge of releasing games, toys, live concert performances, and other content and merchandising. Uh, Big West began streaming the Super Dimension Fortress Macross Flashback 2012 LVA collection of music videos on YouTube. And the video will stream for a limited time. So yeah, we're already rolling out. We're already rolling out on the Macross stuff. Sony Funimation announced My Hero Academia, the strongest hero smartphone game for the West this spring. Um... It's like a open world action RPG, and there's PvP and co-op, and it's for your phone. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of mobile games, but you know it's my hero, so we'll see. Uh, 2021 Crayon Shinchan film delays Friday opening due to COVID-19. So, like, if you haven't heard already, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government asked the national government on Wednesday evening to declare another state of emergency to counter the increase in COVID-19 cases and to significantly reduce the number of people out during the upcoming Golden Week holidays. Um, so, yeah. As of this Sunday, April 25th to May 9th, or May 11th, Osaka, Kyoto, and Hyogo prefectures uh, are all going to be in that emergency, along with Tokyo and such. So, yeah. A lot of things being delayed. Uh, Sakugan Anime unveils Minami Suda's character... Um, this is based on a novel. The distant, the distant future, long after the Western calendar is no longer used, humans live shoulder to shoulder, cramped in a labyrinth, an underground world deep below the surface. There are many colonies where people live in the underground labyrinth. The place is known for extreme high temperatures, but also for lows of gold, silver, and other riches. And one of the colonies named Pin In, a curious nine-year-old girl named Memenpu and her father, Gagamba, board a two-person work robot and mine for ore. They eke, as a, they eke a living as the lowest of the lowest worker occupations. And, yeah, it's like this underground place they live in. Um, and it looks really it looks really cool, actually. It kind of 
some of the character designs remind me of like some of the ones in uh, Decadence, but also like some trigger stuff. Um, Project Anima accepted story submissions from the general public through Dina's Manga Box. Every star and similar use submitted content platforms, Dina, Sotsu Company, and Nippon Cultural Broadcasting. So yeah, that looks really cool. I don't know. I'm excited for that. Live-action Tokyo Revengers film trailer reveals theme song, uh, Super Beaver. I heard the anime is doing pretty well so far, and I've been excited for the live-action film for a while, um, obviously. So we will see how that goes. Um, Tokyo Revengers is easily one of my favorite things ever, so hopefully it blows the fuck up. Uh, Rin Asano's Dai, uh, Daimon manga gets anime project. Um, the manga story centers on Nagomu, a man who left his home in Kyoto, and his family's confectionery shop when he became a musician. Upon hearing that his father has been hospitalized, he comes back home to take over the family business. However, while he was gone, a young girl named Itsuka started working at the shop. The whereabouts of Itsuka's parents is unknown, and she has no other relatives. And Nagomu finds himself as a foster parent for Itsuka. Itsuka, on the other hand, dislikes Nagomu for abandoning the family to become a musician. She, pro- she proclaims that it will be her who will take over the shop one day instead of Nagomu. Uh, so, yeah. I It's like a father-daughter thing, but except that the daughter seems much older, and obviously he's, she's not his daughter, you know? So, I don't know. Demon Slayer anime film earns 39.7 billion yen in Japan. That is about $367.4 million in U.S., um, yeah, I've heard only good things. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be a disappointment or bad at all. So, uh, Key's first crossover TV anime series, Kaginado, premieres in October. The KSL Online 2021 Kaginado event announced on Sunday that Kaginado, the first crossover anime series featuring the franchises by Visual Arts Key Brand, will premiere on television. So, things like Canon, Air, Clannad, Little Busters, and Rewrite. Um, will be a part of it. So, yeah, obviously the only things I've seen of this are Little Busters, some of Clannad, and I've, I know, you know, somewhat a rewrite, but, yeah, that's about it. Um, Little Busters is probably my favorite thing out of all that. Um, Kake, this is, I'm excited for this. Kakegurui's Homura Kawamoto creates Build Divide, Aniplex's first trading card game with original anime. Uh, media company Aniplex, card game design company Yuhodo, and animation studio Leiden Films announced a new multimedia project titled Build Divide with uh, Kakigurumi manga writer Omura Kawamoto and his younger brother Hikaru Muno. Credited for the original artwork, the project will have a trading card game as well as an original television anime project titled Build Dive um, 00000 Code Black. Um, which I believe is, that's the, it's like hashtag 00000, which I believe is the hexadamal code for the color black. Uh, head is, it is Aniplex's first trading card game with the original anime project. Hell yeah, give me another, an, give me another fucking proxy battle card game shit. Like, I'm, I'm down with that. Like, it could be really cool, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm excited for that. Um, the trailer does look really cool. Um, you know, so many card games are, are already kind of existing right now. So I don't even know if that'll even get picked up in America at all. Probably not, but I will definitely get a hold of some of those cards if it ever comes out somehow I will, 
Uh, Moto Hagio nominated for second consecutive year for Eisner Hall of Fame. Um, other nominees for this year were Ruth Atkinson, Dave Cockrum, Kevin Eastman, Neil Gaiman, Max Gaines, Justin Green, Don Heck, Klaus Jansen, Jeffrey Catherine Jones, Hank Ketchum, Scott McLeod, Grant Morrison, Alex Nino, P. Craig Russell, and Gaspar Saladino. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, Hagio is a pioneer of shoujo and shonen eye manga. Uh, they did They Were Eleven, A Drunken Dream. She also did The Hearts of Thomas, Otherworld Barbara, The Poi Clan, and Lil Leo. Um, so yeah, she's a, she's a legend, dude. She's a legend. G Kids re-releases Children of the Sea, three more anime films in U.S. theaters. Um, Children of the Sea will screen with an English dub on June 13th, um, and sub Japanese subs on June 15th. Weathering with You, July 25th, with dub, July 27th with subs. Lupin the Third, the first, will screen with an English dub on 29th of August, subs on the 31st. And Promare, again, with a dub on the 16th of September and subs on the September 19th. Tickets for the screenings will go on sale on May 14th. The English dub screenings for Weathering With You, Lupin the Third, the First, and Promare will also be available in 4DX screening. So that's exciting. So for those of you who missed, like, Promare the first time or or Weathering With You, you know, um, I'll be sure to update you again when those go on sale May 14th. Um, you can go to the G Kids and Fathom events to sign up for like email uh, alerts and stuff like that. Uh, the Faraway Paladin light novels get TV anime in October. Here's some Vol hype for you. Um, in the city of the dead, long since ruined and far from human civilization, lives a single human child. His name is Will, and he's being raised by three undead: the hardy skeletal warrior Blood, the graceful mummified priestess Mary, and the crotchety spectral sorcerer Gus. The three pour love into the boy and teach him all they know, but one day Will starts to wonder, who am I? Will must unravel the mysteries of this faraway dead man's land and unearth the secrets past of the undead. He must learn the love and mercy of the good gods and the bigotry and madness of the bad. And when he knows it all, the boy will take his first step into the path of becoming a paladin. That's pretty cool. I mean, that sounds super awesome. I'm excited for that. There's already a little teaser visual promotional video for it. So check that out. Uh, Battle Athletes Victory. I'm excited for Battle Athletes Victory Restart. This is coming out. When is this coming out? Oh, this premiered already. Funimation is streaming the show as it airs. Man, I, I, I love Battle Athletes, so... This is just a hype for more characters that are premiering later. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I gotta check that out. When we do, we're we're gonna do our spring uh, first impressions soon. So hell yeah. Sire Gonso Ginsooki Spirit Chronicles TV anime July debut. This looks uh, like an isekai thing. I it looks really dumb, um, but the character designs look really cute. I really like this girl named uh, Latifa. She looks super cute with her little fox ears or some shit. Uh, I like the outfits of the this guy, Alfred Emerald. I like his, his coat and his boots. He looks really cool. Charles Arbor, this guy named Charles Arbor, he's got a really cool blue coat too. I like that. I like the character designs. This looks like a really cool thing. Seirei Gensuoki, Spirit Chronicles. Um, 
meet Rio, a callous orphan boy living in the slums at only seven years old. He realizes he's actually the reincarnation of Haruto Amakawa, a Japanese university student with a tragic past. While still reeling from this shocking epiphany, Ryo also comes to learn that he possesses extremely potent magical abilities. So it's an isekai without really being called that, but it technically is an isekai. He got reincarnated, right? So, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm over isekai, so I'm just not gonna. We're done. We're done with that shit. Uh, that being said, that's all the <laughs> the news I got for you. Like I said, not a lot of anime news. But if I haven't reported on anything or there's things you want me to report on more often, please let me know. Um, thanks for listening every week. I love you guys. You know I have so much love for you. I love you all with my heart. I will always love you. I really appreciate that you guys support what we do here at Anime Summit every week. And um, the one way you can repay me is you can go to Megan the Stallion's Instagram and spam her... <laughs> spam her Instagram and tell her to guest on our podcast because I would love that. I would love that so much. Uh, I'm I'm only kidding. I'm like half kidding. I'm like kidding but not. You know what I mean? Like do it but like don't. But like do it. Don't. Okay, no, don't. But do it. But do it but like don't. Just do it. Nah, never mind. Yeah, do it. Anyway, love you. I've been Sam and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast. <laughs> No, seriously, do it, though.